Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. That was the Chronic Fatigue with their smash hit, Who's That Weird Dog? Welcome back. Hello, hello, hello. It's me, your good dear friend, Sean, bringing another um, exhilarating, thrilling, uh, truly, truly mind-bending episode. It's not that mind-bending, but it's, it's, man. Still pretty good, you know. I want to set the bar as high as I possibly can for these. Uh, you ever, you ever disagree with somebody? You ever like, you know, get that feeling where it's like somebody puts an idea your way and it it just hits you in your stomach, in your body, and you start to like, you start to twitch, you start to sweat, you feel your heart start to palpitate out of your chest. What, what, what would you call that feeling? That disagreement feeling. How do you react to that feeling? Can you sit there and smile and blink it off as they are human and they are allowed to have their own ideas and beliefs, or do you react like I do and get angry or? quiet, stubborn. These are things that I'm personally working on because I don't think it's a healthy and, and awesome way to react, but I noticed that a lot of a lot of us are starting to react that way more and more. Uh, especially when ideas are kind of thrown out there for the masses to take in all willy and nilly. Uh, say you're at work. And a couple of your coworkers are, you know, talking loudly back and forth of something that's not, not workplace appropriate. And they're bouncing, you know, stuff back and forth off each other. And, and those two agree with each other with their beliefs because, you know, they're, they're 
they have been friends or whatever. I am painting a very specific picture. And, you know, you overhear the conversation and, and you just, it's everything that they are saying. It's like, how can you say that? What? I, I, what? How? How? Oh my. And you want to jump out of your chair. You want to push your computer to the ground and you want to start screaming, you imbeciles, you're wrong. Don't you see? Well, that feeling, it has a word. It has a name. And we're going to get into it a little bit. Um, my dear friend Kenum joins me again for this uh, thrilling episode. Did I ever say thrilling? Uh, exhilarating? No. Uh, quaint, which is the exact opposite of thrilling, I believe. Uh, anyway, my dear friend Kenum uh, joins me again with this episode. Uh, I ran into a couple technical difficulties during this recording, and you're going to find out the funny way. Uh, halfway through, we got kicked off. Uh, Zoom decided to uh, up, update me. Uh, at the forty, at the thirty-minute mark or whatever, so our conversation gets dropped, and uh, in my hastiness to get the conversation back up and running, my microphone was no longer uh, working, and it was onto my my built-in microphone. So the audio will shift uh, against my hopes and wants and understandings. Uh, but that's okay. Uh, we got to roll with the punches, and we got to accept the things that we cannot change because they have already happened. Even though I can record them and record them again, yeah, whatever. You know, you get my point. Um, serenity now, or, you know, serenity now. So, without further ado, uh, uh, please uh, enjoy this recording. Uh, also, I'm not kidding. Reach out to me, af the podcast at gmail.com. I want to want to start talking more. I want to start opening up my dialogue box again it's, it's been a little quiet over here uh been keeping to myself mostly uh just, just doing my grind and i want to i want to talk to you about your grind and why do we have to grind so uh enjoy thank you episode of amongst friends with your host me hi i'm sean joined with uh, is this like uh, gonna be the fourth or fifth time by now uh, Kedem, is that you huh who what I, i'm just i'm so surprised that you you came back actually because i i find myself quite annoying and especially during the editing process where I, I i have broken two computers and screamed at myself for the things i say but at the same time I I love it, and I continue to torture myself by listening to them over and over again. So thank you for putting up with me. How are you doing today? I am doing quite well. You know how sometimes you feel about family members where uh, they annoy the shit out of you, but you you just you, you can't help but love them because they're your family? I, I do understand that, yeah. That's, that's how I feel about you, Sean. Aww. So... Man, you know, um, you're like the third really person to tell me that. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So, yeah. 
I'm doing, I'm doing very well. Thank you for having me. How's the, how's the weather? Are you, are you in full blown springtime yet over there? We're creeping in, we're creeping, creeping towards it. Uh, still in the fifties. Cause you know, no. I am, it's like May 1st and all the leaves haven't popped out of the trees yet. And I can't remember ever in my life if that's ever happened before. And I keep thinking it's the end of the world. Like, oh my God, it's May 1st. I don't see any green leaves. What the fuck is going on? So I, I'm just going to say this is normal and, and go with it. Just, just keep smiling and walking. Keep smiling and walking just because, just because I, I am afraid that global warming is happening. doesn't necessarily mean this particular year it's just starting to affect the trees so you know i'm gonna keep that paranoia on a on a, on a... global warming but it's cold out oh well i mean we're gonna have to disagree here man uh because it's it's a little warm over here and cold and ooh, you know what disagreements that's why i have you here today i you know we live in these trying, trying times where everyone has opinions. And believe it or not, actually, opinions started way back, um, way back when, when, when we first got into the caves and started living in these little you know, communities. Because when you're by yourself in the woods, your opinion just doesn't exist. Put yourself in a cave and all of a sudden, opinions are born and disagreements happen. Do you know what a disagreement is? Not to not to, no, never not to just throw that random fucking question out there. It, did disagreements? Ha, when was the last time you had a disagreement? Every day of my life. Like with with you and God when you wake up in the morning, like why God? Why? No, but more no. like more like. Oh, are we good? <laughs> I felt like I, I felt like I heard a blip there. Uh, more like every, uh, every time I, I I open the good old interwebs, uh, you know, hotbed of bullshit and disagreements. But I kind of thrive off of it. I see. You know, it's it's weird. Um, I think it's morbid curiosity. So, mm-hmm. although it makes us kind of uncomfortable and disgusted, we are still kind of drawn to it. Uh, because of the feeling that it gives us. And some people you really do. They, they, they look for disagreements. They look to disagree. Uh, debate teams are made of that. So disagreements are just two different opinions clashing at an impassable wall, an invisible impassable wall that has been put in place by uh, the two people who are trying to communicate. Uh, communication is the accurate transfer of information from point A to point B. Had that written down since high school. <laughs> so disagreements are commonplace. It's going to happen. In fact, if we were all thinking the same thing, life would be kind of boring. You know, if we were all the same shade of gray, life would be boring. So different opinions are what make up society are what make up our our laws our rules our, our culture our the zeitgeist of the time it's 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 just normal but 
I feel like for me personally, it's becoming it's becoming more of a deterrent to keep me from talking to people, to keep me from engaging whimsically into any conversation I happen to walk by. In fact, I I do think I get a lot of uh, my anxiety, my social anxiety from the anticipation that there could possibly be a disagreement in the future. I mean, that sounds, saying that out loud, it sounds crazy, but uh, these are the things that keep me, keep me inside. And I was going to say COVID free. Um, we you know, it, we're almost what, three years into the pandemic. What, is it three years? Whatever. Well, no, two. Uh, and, and Feels like I, I, I still haven't got it yet. So hopefully I get it next week and get this over with. So disagreements go way back to our caveman days. You know, which is the best cave to use? What's the best animal to hunt? The best spear? I'm being uh, facetious, but uh, disagreements are as, as, as old as time. I find myself getting incredibly angry when I hear varying opinions. Now, you said a little bit earlier that you kind of thrive on it. What's your, re- what's your base reaction to disagreements from a stranger, from someone who you don't know and probably never going to talk to? What's your base reaction? I would call it something along the lines of like, almost like academic interest or uh, sort of a um, neutral fascination. I think what helps for me is I I really don't get super emotionally invested in uh, what people say, Um, but I do like to engage with it intellectually. So yeah, uh, something like that well no that's 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 uh, you you just said it so actually uh (laughs) you said it so well uh the first kind of i i want to do a little uh two-parter episode about disagreements um kind of like the why the causes the reactions and then how to fix it or how to work on it to where you're less, I'm less reactive, me personally, to, to the act itself. I found this awesome article. Uh, one of my favorite websites to go to is Psychology Today. Uh, they very easy to read. Uh, usually every article is written by a, 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 a doctor and then reviewed by another doctor. And it's, it's, they're good places to go and, and learn the basics of mental health and why we do things the way we do. And I found this awesome article by uh, Dr. Daniel S. Lobel. Do you get angry at people when they disagree with you? Now, my, yes, I, I do. In fact, I can tell you a, a quick story. Actually, I can't because I'm not going to put certain places into context anymore. Uh, I was at a place one day <laughs> and <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I, I overhear people talking out loud and 
it's it's varying different degrees of one opinion and it's an opinion that i you know i kind of have a little bit of of a passion for and 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 take to heart uh on the lines of like uh transphobia uh sexism uh, bigotry in that kind of category and i i hear people just shouting things that are in in their words fake news it's just complete wrong information that they are are feeding back and forth off each other kind of like valid validating how they feel from each other and it's loud enough where i can hear it and i can pick it up and it's like god damn it like i you know i i can't i can't go anywhere else i can't i can't walk out of the room well i i can't walk out of the room but i gotta walk back so being in that environment, which some would say is could be hostile or toxic, it sucks. It sucks. And my, my base reaction is to get angry and defensive because I'm taking it personally. Now, I have spoken with a whole spew of people that I disagree with on various topics. And the baseline is I, I like them as people. I don't meet them and hate them and then hate everything they think and say. I, I, I like them. They're, they're kind, they're nice people. They just once in a while have a, have a different opinion than me. And I guess because I've already engaged into the friendliness, into the building of a relationship that I feel when these different opinions come out, that it's a smack in the face to me, or they're trying to hurt me, or they're trying to get a rise out of me. And I do know that that, that exists. I, I'm on YouTube every day. And like an asshole, I, I read comments. So I, I see people attacking each other for different microaggression and fucking reasons and shit like that. So I, I, I guess that puts me onto a a defensive position to expect that that's going to always happen to me. And what you said a minute ago is this beautiful word called tolerance. So some individuals get so angry when others disagree with them that the extreme behaviors may occur. This can include physical violence, verbal abuse, or humiliation. Other individuals are comfortable with respecting those whom they, whom they disagree with. And this blog will uh, get into it. So the first uh, subcategory here is, is tolerance. The ability to accept and associate with people from diverse perspectives is a form of tolerance. Individuals who are capable of high levels of tolerance enjoy greater level of well-being and hence mental health. Their ability to accept and sometimes embrace opinions that are different from their own lets them enjoy high levels of flexibility as they can be comfortable in almost any environment and in any group of people. They are not threatened by the fact that other people think differently than they do. Thus, they are genuinely more comfortable around people. So you, you said a, a minute ago, your, your tolerance level, you kind of, you kind of, I, I feel like you, you do embrace it and you, you question it and, you can maybe uh, adapt on that. Would how, how how accurate is that? Yeah, I I don't know 
if I agree with her, I don't know. I I think I was I think for me it's it's a degree of emotional detachment from the situation. I wouldn't call it tolerance. Um, I am actually quite not tolerant of certain viewpoints. Like you were talking about certain topics that I also am very passionate about that also mean a lot to me. Mm-hmm. Um, if I heard some of the things that I'm guessing you heard, uh, my reaction to that would not be to, you know, just think, well, that's just their opinion and I'm just going to think of them as a good person anyway. Absolutely not. I judge, I judge the hell out of people mm-hmm. for, for, for what they say and what they think. Yeah. I, um, and I will often, I will, I will throw, I will throw people in like in, in my head uh, in, in the trash, you know, for, yes. for certain things. And I have no problem doing that. See, um, and I think this is where we are going to differ and split on this road because I don't want to hate people for the stupid shit they say. Because I do think on a base level, all humans kind of want the same exact things. It's just uh, a lot of people, especially today, don't think for themselves and jump on bandwagons. And not that that makes what they say and how they act okay, but humans are so easily manipulated by by feeling validated that they are a person. I, I had an episode not too uh, long ago with a good friend of mine, Alex. We talked about politics. Uh, no political ideology at all, but why politics, why we are becoming more, why it feels like we're becoming more uh, feverant with our political identification. And the, the main sources, the main things that I saw were tribalism. Uh, humans trying to fit into a specific group where they can feel safe and secure and they can be convinced if they're in a vulnerable spot of pretty much anything look at 1930s germany you know plenty of normal fucking humans were convinced to do horrific fucking things because they felt like it was the lesser of two evils now, I'm, I'm not saying I'm tolerant to that at all. I, I, I'm not. In fact, I, I, I think people hating each other is, is the worst thing you can do as a human, especially when, again, we are all almost identical in, in how we're built and how we can think. So I, I kind of want to go onto the path of understanding and trying to forgive or trying to just make, make people switch sides or flip their opinions and their ideas. Now, I, I've done this with <laughs> varying degrees of success in the past. <laughs> and um, I, I, what, what I am, what my red flags are coming up now with me personally is just how it's a switch for me. I go from being happy-go-lucky to anxious, on edge. I jump into fight or flight. Like basically, that's it. So when I hear someone disagree with me, I jump into fight or flight. And I want to stop me from going into panic mode that this person is trying to kill me, you know? So 
back to what I think we just said again, uh, intolerance, right? Uh, yeah. Intolerance. The anger that some individuals experience when they disagree with them is, is caused by them being hurt by different opinions or lifestyles. So we all have our cores and our values and our beliefs. You know, you know yourself better than anyone else does, correct? Oh, uh, yeah, probably. Yeah, I mean, I, I would hope so for me. Like, other than Google and Facebook, they probably know a little bit more about me than I do, which uh, we'll, we'll talk about that later. I think, like, yeah, I think uh, Zuckerberg knows all of us. <laughs> <laughs> he never blinks. Um, that's how I know that he knows because he looks into my soul. Um, so I feel like we're my, my base of you know, jumping to fight or flight comes from is, is when my morals and values are not necessarily respected, but understood and kind of you're, you're, you're against that. So now we're in tribalism. We have two different tribes and we, one wants to succeed and, 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 and be the, the better tribe. Uh, we see it so fucking much in our, in our, in our politics in fact, I don't even want to call it politics anymore because it's so not politics. Like everyone in the Senate and the Congress, no one communicates. No one tries to communicate. No one pretends to communicate. They all just shout at each other because that's what we're, that's because, you know, it's, it's easier. It's easier to, to stick in a group and say, no, we're right, fuck you, than it is to find a middle ground commonplace and try and understand each other that takes work effort you have to listen god damn it i fucking hate listening ah. i yeah i my favorite kind of disagreements are when you're both shouting over each other and no one's listening to anybody and you're just fucking two talking heads at each other those are my favorite kinds of of disagreements so intolerance self validation and this this is ringing more true uh the more i read it um intolerant individuals can become tolerant by learning how to self-validate rather than being dependent on others to tell them that they are not crazy stupid or wrong so how does one achieve the ability to self-validate we can and this is this is actually what i've been trying to work on uh personally uh, through self-examination and self-reflection. You must be willing to look at yourself critically at all times so that you can be confident that you know yourself better than anyone else does. Now, what people disagree with me, I, I, I feel like that they are, I mean, especially verbally, not me overhearing different opinions and me going against that. When someone's I'm in a conversation with someone. This happened to me over a different podcast episode a little while back. Um, the debate came between hustle culture and, you know, UBI, you know, where I'm a proponent more towards the UBI spectrum. And the person I was talking to believed that if you just work hard enough, you can achieve everything you want. So we had gotten into the conversation and I felt like, 
first he wasn't listening to me. <laughs> I wasn't listening to him. <laughs> and the the conversation just became uh, just different bullet points and different like thoughts that we had read somewhere else at each other. And I felt like every time he'd go against something I would say that he's telling me that I'm dumb, that he's telling me I'm wrong. And I, I have that internal monologue uh, way too much, which is actually one of the reasons why I got into therapy in the first place, that internal monologue of like, you're dumb, you're wrong, you're doing something wrong, you know, Gah! so I would, I would seek self, I would seek valid you know, being validated through, through others, uh, especially bosses at work, uh, you know, other coworkers I would look up to, uh, uh, partners that uh, I'm in a relationship with. Uh, these, these people, I, I look hard to tell me that I'm a good person, that I have the right ideas and the right values. Would you say uh, for yourself, that you you go through the thorough self-examination where, where you can you're comfortable with yourself when it comes to like what i believe and stuff like that yeah absolutely because i mean i so i do have that strong you know foundation and 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 beliefs and or understanding of my beliefs but I'm also can be, I, I think I'm also open to the idea that things can change and life does change. And f- through that, society and culture can change too. Um, the, the big one that I, I, I really hate so much, uh, and this goes back to uh, the transphobia, is how how they always how the the attacking side always uses these these crazy outlandish stories to to validate how they feel uh like people sneaking into bathrooms and doing things like things that don't that don't happen except to non-trans people (laughs) and it's so like i know our society is going to change and open up and this is all going to be under the bridge and hopefully the next, under the next it's decade. Gonna be, it's going to be in spite of those people. Is that? That's how, that's how, that's how history and progress works. Yeah. So I was looking at the, the women's suffrage movement um, not too long ago. And a lot of the, a lot of the, you know the the picketing and the uh, the protesting it was very spiteful, and but I, I feel like that's what protesting is in general. Is you're at a point where spite is the only is the only action you can do. I mean, what, what else? I mean, you can try and do a quiet protest; those never turn out too well or easily. It's, it's much easier to get people riled up and demand change rather than to communicate how the change works or how it can benefit everyone. So I can, I can see that. Um, 
sure, we're emotional creatures. I mean, it's going to happen. Um, at the end of the day, though, I mean, so my perspective on it is, is I, I don't expect people to be robots and not get emotional or not have emotional attachments or emotional connections to what they believe. Of course, of course, we all do. But at the end of the day, it's about the argument. It's about your reasons for believing what you believe or for, want, or for wanting the changes you want or positions you have. And you have to be able to defend them. And when I, so if someone disagrees with me, I wanna hear what they have to say. Um, I spend a lot of my free time looking at what people have to say about certain, about a lot of different topics and a lot of them disagree with me. And what I find is that, um, well, yeah, so, you know, you were talking about transphobes, like, I have never heard a compelling argument for why, uh, you know, trans people shouldn't um, get, get the rights that they, that they want. Uh, because they'll bring up things that aren't real, or they'll bring up anecdotes, which to anyone listening, uh, never use an anecdotal <laughs> um, example when you're trying to make an argument about like a political issue, because it literally doesn't, it, it, it means nothing. Mm -hmm. you don't bring up a story about someone you know, or something that happened to you personally, or whatever, because it doesn't matter if you you need to if you, you use data it's so minute um, one story that it's irrelevant yeah, you, you, there's, there's one story about it literally everything uh, you, it just yeah if you don't have data if you don't have widespread like statistics then you you don't you can't argue in that in that position so like um yeah i don't know it's uh no, so so I'm not very tolerant, I guess, because I don't uh, just I don't like accept people's differing viewpoints. Um, I just don't get super emotional about it because that that disconnect that you that you spoke of. I guess, yeah. Um, because when I hear those those anecdotal stories. Again, my reaction is anger, and that kind of clogs my thinking and my reasoning. And I'm not able to say anything other than attack them, attack them for how they believe. And when you attack somebody for what they believe or what they say, you open the door to uh, a cognitive dissonance. And that's like, you know, one of the favorite words I use on this goddamn thing. I, I'm gonna make a shirt, it just says cognitive dissonance. Uh, but when you feel, when you feel like you're, you're threatened, sorry, real quick. And then someone asks you, what does that mean? You say, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let me get your shirt. <laughs> like, I can't, I don't know. I can't make the connection. I know. I'm, and, um, and, uh, we'll figure it out. <laughs> but when, when you, when you, when someone feels like they're backed into a corner, uh, they 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 tend to 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 really dig deep into their into what they're saying, even though they they in the back of their head know they're completely wrong. Uh, like the people I was talking about earlier, I think they do know better. I just think they love the 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 companionship 
the the the, the valid the, you know being validated. I think they they seek that so much that they're almost willing to say pretty much anything as long as it's in the group conscious and everyone agrees. And I think it's I think it's that I think it's similar I think it's that and then something else which is similar which is that I think for a lot of people a lot of people and I'm and I'm not excluded from that in some areas probably because we're all human but I think for a lot of people a lot of their positions come from very visceral like non intellectual places and then they will you they will find whatever kind of justifications they that are out they'll grab it whatever yeah. they need to grab oh yeah who try to justify oh, yeah. what was never a rational position to begin with it was it was a visceral thing so i i think like so for instance i think like the vast majority of transphobes are are not transphobic because they rationally came to that position i think it's because they had a visceral kind of ick feeling about it and i think people have this about a lot of things they have this visceral kind of ick feeling and it's so strong that they can't possibly allow themselves to challenge that so instead they'll grab at whatever justification they could possibly find to try to justify that feeling and make it into an argument um no uh, i that... i think that's what happens a lot of the time and that's what i try to challenge one with people is if if your argument comes down to a to a feeling you, you yeah you're wrong you've lost i mean you're, you're wrong you can't, so... well, you, you, you can't impose that on other people. I mean, you know what I mean? It's like, you can't, you can't say it's rational. That, that goes for all gay bashing in general. Uh, we, we, we have, we have, it it really comes from people that I feel like were never able to fully express themselves in the first place. And they see someone else living a happy, more expressive life. And that threatens them. That threatens them to a point that no one can feel that no one can have that and they use whatever justification they 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 can muster out of their back pocket to to push that narrative forward like religion oh religion what have you done uh there was a a, a story came out of ohio uh i forget the school um but there was a professor who refused to use uh, the the proper pronouns to a trans uh, student, mm-hmm. and the student asked the professor, you know, formally if they could just respect them, and the, the teacher outright refused. The student went to the school board. School board had um, reprimanded the teacher. The teacher went to a lawyer, and through the court, through religion was told he doesn't have to use the correct pronouns if it goes against his religious views. Now, that isn't the fucking most backwards, horrible use of religion. I don't know what is, other than mass murdering people because they're a different religion. But it's like, and I I, I can even picture the judge who was like, nope, you're right, yep, yep, yep. Religion first, everything else second. Anyone else's feelings second. It's like feeling second, religion first. And right now I'm getting like, <laughs> my heart is 
astounding. I'm getting angry that we can be as humans like so self-centered, so self-protecting, you know, ego, ego, that's what it is. Our ego jumps in front of our reasoning, jumps in front of our logic to tell, to tell the ego tells you that what you believe and what you know is the only truth. Your truth is the only truth. And if that person doesn't agree with your truth, then they are wrong. Look at the abortion laws in fucking Texas. It's just, it's, it's incredible how we can, how we can do this to each other and, and, and move in these fucking, these waves of fucking animosity and, and, and resistance to change. All right, I need a second to calm the fuck down. The funny thing is, I got to point out, like, you feel just as strongly about your, about your position as the people you're disagreeing with. That, that, that teacher, that teacher, so yeah, for 99.999% of the time, people are being sincere, right? Most, like, most people aren't. Some people can lie and, like, manipulate whatever. For the most part, when people fight for something, they truly believe in what they're fighting for they're as sincere in their in their position where they that they think they're in the right as you do right now Mm -hmm. no no you're so so i i actually i like that people are very passionate and i like that people are not are starting i like that we're personally i like that we're getting away from this you know how like our like boomer our parents generation boomers and older and even gen x still do this to a bit there was this kind of like mentality it was like a whole like just gen like widespread cultural cultural mentality about like there's just certain things you that are quote-unquote impolite to talk about yeah and you just, i do know that yep this social etiquette thing where like you just don't bring certain things up politics and religion right it was this idea that like in polite company you just don't bring these things up and even among friends you're not supposed to bring these things up because they're quote they're too personal quote unquote like also this is the intermission (laughs) i have no idea uh i just got like a, a i got a pop up window that said um uh upgrade now and then it started like converting my my recording i was like god fucking damn it i think zoom yeah zoom wants you to they they don't they they, they disagree with us so i'm sorry that that cut you off um i Um, I liked what you were saying i i like the joke though that you got so angry with what i was saying (laughs) Um, fuck you Ghost him. <laughs> so, okay, so I, to, to 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 wrap it up, my point was, I like personally, I like that we're that we're like getting rid of that idea that we can't talk, we shouldn't talk about these things anymore. I like that people are becoming more, uh, quote unquote, inappropriate, and that we're all delving into subjects that we never used to really delve into on a daily basis. I like that yes. um, personally. And I like that people are getting angry and I like that people are getting passionate. And I like that. Uh... So, however, I will couch it by saying that for a lot of people, it can get to, it can go to unhealthy levels. I agree with that. 
um, like if you got so angry with what I was saying that you had to kick me off because you were like your blood was boiling or if you get so angry that you shut down and it's affecting your quality of life because you're so anxious about it or angry or stressed or whatever. That's not good, obviously. And I don't want that for people. Is that on you or me? If what? Uh, The fact that I'm overreacting, that my blood's boiling, that I can't control my anger or, you know, control within level. uh, Yeah. If it gets to that level, it's on you. It's on the, you know what I mean? I think it's, I think every, I think it's fine to get angry at what someone's saying. And I want to say real quick, your, your situation you were talking about, that was at work, right? With like the trans folks talking? Uh, it, it was at an old place of employment, yes. Yeah, a place of employment. Yeah, that, that would piss me off more than like if I see it on the internet or if I'm just like out. because yeah, we all have to do the sexual harassment fucking training. We all have to sign off when we get And you can't get, get away from it, you know what I mean? Yeah, and, and if, I, if I speak up, I'm the new, you know, I'm like, I'm like the one person there that they obviously know has different opinions. Therefore, it casts me out now. Now I am the, the, the loner in the room. And there I, I might be, I might feel better about myself that I, I stuck up for what I, be, I believe in. But now I'm going to work every day and hating it and hating the experience or the, the the ruminating thoughts of what they are thinking and saying behind my back and that that is becoming like it becomes pre-overwhelming so when things uh did happen at uh, at my last place of employment uh i would i would i would leave the the immediate area and give myself a couple minutes to cool down uh, in fact, that's going to be our next, uh, the next, uh, the conclusion of this is the steps we can take to um, work with cognitive dissonance, uh, fix the react- the reaction of anger, and to be more uh, able to, to listen clearly. So that, that will be um, the, the next, uh, next talk we do. But, uh, you know, that's, 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 that's where I'm at right now, where I, I want to engage in the conversation. I want to, I want to find the agreements in both arguments and then work to a work to see if I can, if I can flip the opinions that are on such a light, light line of ignorance that maybe reason can come out of it. And just in this particular situation, make that person an oomph better for society as a whole and i I want that to be a a one of the long long term goals i i I want to be working on is to be is just to to be more patient more tolerant and listen because i know like you just said that all my beliefs aren't necessarily the way of the universe just because i'm more for equality and people being happy you know I, I, I'm in no position to tell others what, that what they're doing is wrong unless they are directly affecting someone's lives and hurting someone. And that's kind of my breaking point. If, if there was somebody other than myself, uh, because I, I, I do uh, label myself as pansexual, uh, you know, bi-pansexual. So when a lot of these comments are said, I do take it personally because I identify 
as someone that loves all humans. And I, 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 I don't find what they're saying is funny and it's extremely offensive. If it's offending directly me, I'm much e- it's easier for me to keep quiet. If it's affecting somebody else and hurting somebody else visibly and in their face, that's my breaking point. And that's when I can't stay silent anymore. And I, 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 I will step up. I want to step up, not just in anger, where, where people defend themselves. Because I don't want to, I don't, I'm not here to fight people. I don't want to fight anybody. I don't go to work to fight. I don't go to the grocery store to fight people. I, I, you know, I go on YouTube to fight people. That's where I go to fight. I don't have Twitter. So I go to YouTube to fight people. <laughs> and God, I use my own fucking name too. I'm, I'm, a, I'm, I'm a badass on YouTube. I use my, I use my real name. Come at me. But those that's my goals that make my breaking point there's my goals that i want to work towards uh so we got out of the way today uh disagreements uh the first step of of reactions we talked about being tolerant and intolerant and not that this is the final book of disagreements but uh next uh week or so i want to get into really more of the of the healing path and the, the higher path of getting out of this mess that I feel like we're kind of falling into. Because it's, again, dis- disagreements have happened since the caveman days. It's just now with social media and smartphones and the internet, we get to see everyone's opinions. Because for a long time, everyone had these opinions, but you only saw what was in your village or in your town. No one else mattered. In fact, the news when the newspaper first came out and people started hearing what they were saying in like uh, Chicago versus DC, a lot of animosity and disagreements came from that. And in fact, I, I want to say even it played a huge part in, uh, in the Civil War too. Uh, papers fighting the North, fighting the South and just, just kind of building that resentment and anger towards each other uh, to where it, it I'm not saying the newspaper alone is single-handedly responsible for the Civil War, but it helped play its hand in making that into a violent outcome instead of one where people can use reason and logic. And I know, like, I already know from from experience, using logic to fight someone or to to disagree with somebody doesn't work. It it works maybe 20% of the time where maybe you know the spock not, the spock in me that's that's not a tiny amount yeah, yeah I, I still i think but I, I have seen it work i i've had it work for me personally with certain people i i, I think it depends on the person you're dealing with or talking to you know yeah I, I guess you're right and the in the topic you know if it's a if it's a QAnon person logic's not going to work it just can't but if you're talking to somebody about global warming possibly you know, which is a, a more, you know, broad topic, you know. Uh, I think it just depends on whether the person is is open to hearing what you have to say, actually hearing what willing, you have to say willing, and, yeah. and, and critically thinking about it. Um, it. I think it all, I think it really a lot of it comes down to just how, how, how you go into the situation. Are you, are you open-minded? Um, because you can 
believe you can be believe what you believe very very strongly and be very passionate about it and still be open-minded to me that just open-mindedness just means an ability to hear and process other perspectives not agreeing with them per se so maybe that's what you mean by tolerance because yeah. I, I don't think other, I, I, if someone disagrees with me, I'm not going to think, oh, well, you know, they're right too. They're also correct. No, I think they're wrong, but I don't get, I, I don't like, I, I'm willing, I, I hear, I process what they say mm-hmm. and I think critically about it. Um, no. So I don't know. I mean, and, and it, it is also like, I, I can look at myself critically, uh, you know, thorough, look at yourself critically and my opinions have changed so much from when I was younger especially a loud obnoxious teenager into early adult years I I had a wide variety of conflicting opinions just within myself alone so on on the grand scale I won't say that my beliefs are always right and the the only way but i'm also i am really open to change to the idea that no matter what time will change everything and we can just look in any history book and you can see how over time opinions and life changes and how we interact and we are getting I think we're getting more and more diverse as, as time goes on as a, as a culture. And we, you know, we, we opened up the world to world trade and communication. So to, to pull back on that and to say that, well, our beliefs are the only beliefs is, 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 is redundant and going to get you nowhere, especially when you start building border walls and trade embargoes and, you know, not letting a, a specific minority group travel into the country, or it, it, it's these that's little. Yeah, to me, that's why it's important to be able to defend what what you believe, not yeah. just not just how strongly you believe it, but if someone, but how well you're able to defend it, because at the end, because there are going to just there are, there are going to be conflicts. There are going to be, but. You can't just, in my view, you can't just have this kind of like, quote unquote, enlightened centrist, like, let's try to keep the peace all the time view. It doesn't work. Uh, there's going to be conflict. And in, if you're going to try to do the better thing, have the better outcome, then you need to think critically about it. And you need to be able to defend which position you're going to, you're going to side with. Or if you're not going to side with either position, you also need to be able to defend that position. Um, no, you're, that's, that's, so there's a game I just played. Um, it's called Triangle Strategy. Uh, Nintendo, it's a Square Enix game. Uh, it's kind of like Final Fantasy Tactics, but different world. And the whole, the whole base of the game is, uh, you and your team make these decisions that have giant impacts um, on these three nations that are that are, are at war together. And even playing that game, 
the decisions that and the choices they give you <laughs> aren't decisions and choices that I I feel in real life. <laughs> so yeah, you have to pick something that's like I wouldn't do that in real life. But in this, in the I guess in the games context, one of these is the lesser evil, and that's a very difficult uh, pill to swallow sometimes, especially if you're talking about reality. So defending your beliefs, yes, you have to understand your beliefs and be able to defend them uh, accurately and calmly. I think as long as you're calm and and, and and don't attack people, I think most people are, are open to listening unless they tell you off the bat that they're they're not going to listen. And yeah, I think a lot of people aren't aren't willing to listen, aren't open to listening. Um, but yeah, so you said next time, uh, yeah, I would love to delve into like controlling your emotions when you're in these situations. Because yes, yes, that that's really important. Like the Socratic method, we're going to get into it, baby. Oh yeah, I have. Yes, I have ways daddy. to beat down cognitive dissonance, and that's Daddy Socrates. That's I'm what I want. So, Kenum, thank you so much for coming out here with me tonight. Real quickly. I'm sorry, I forgot the time zone difference. <laughs> Even though I'm the one that set the date, whatever, it doesn't matter. I'll work on that. I promise. Uh, <laughs> thank you so much. I do disagree with you a lot, but no, I'm kidding. Uh, in fact, listening to you and having these conversations are helping me to to hear the different opinions. So, cue in the piano and drum beat. Everyone, be kind, be nice. Remember, we're on this fucking rock together. And only Elon Musk is getting off. And, and Bezos. And we're not them, so we have to work together. We have to make this work. Kenum, thank you so much. I will talk to you soon, my friend. Thank you. Have a good night. I'll do it.